the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. This is episode 79, and we're going to discuss contrast. Yes, contrast. Which is funny for me because my first experience with contrast is with this imaging software I used to use to detect Best Buy dates on bottles and and reject them if it was if the printer's messed up and it didn't print. So I used contrast. It was a tool that basically says, is there print there? I would argue you've been experiencing contrast since the day you were born. <laughs> I know, but that used to be when I would hear that word, that's immediately what came to my mind was imaging contrast. And then now it's a totally, it's a total different meaning to me now. Well, and after yeah. we discuss it, maybe we'll loop it back around and how it is actually very similar to the contrast you see in an image. So Tim, what is contrast? I would describe it as experiencing the difference of what you want. Okay. So the gap or the distance between what you feel, what you feel like you want. Okay. I think it's important to note that every subject is two subjects, the having of it and the not having of it. And so I think when it comes to contrast, we've all experienced contrast. We all experience it every single day. It's simply an invitation to notice what we do or don't want more of. But a lot of times people see contrast as simply, this is what I don't want. Did you see how this is happening? I don't want this. Yeah, this is really bad and it's happening and I don't want it. And they just fondle it and talk about it and live their whole life. In this state of contrast, not seeing how every subject is two subjects and they can literally flip the coin to experience another reality, allowing their contrast to guide them back to what they really want. And so it was interesting when you defined contrast as the difference from what you want. It's funny because I think people spend so little time on what they want. They spend all their time in contrast. Yeah, I think. That's really interesting because back to the imaging, it was a white and black and white camera. So the contrast was a difference between white and black, good and bad, light and dark. Like, like that was the contrast there. And as I described it, I was probably talking about the negative contrast side of contrast. But as you were describing it, you were saying there's both. There's equal, like yin and yang. There's equal parts, good and bad. And the contrast is the difference between them. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that the main reason we want to talk about contrast this week is because we all feel like we've been experiencing a lot of contrast mm-hmm. with the stay-at-home orders that are sweeping the world and with a variety of people's frustrations, whether it's the virus itself or the way the government is handling the virus or mm-hmm. anything in between, there's frustrations. Or how your neighbors are handling it. Yeah, or Same how you thing. think yeah. your neighbors should handle it. Right, right. Uh, all of those can create frustrations. All of those can create some level of contrast. I don't want this. I don't like this. We were on a walk last night with our family and there's a guy on the sidewalk and we were just walking. We got in a single file line and expected him to do the same. He was in a daze, I guess. And he looked up and realized we were close and he looked at us like we were dirty. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you come so close to me? And we were just walking and we definitely were hugging the right side of the sidewalk. And he quickly bounced over to the road. And as our 11 year old son turned to me and said, that's what I hate about this. 
mm-hmm. and the look in his eye that was a lot of contrast for me that that was the feeling i don't want and yet this is a really cool thing that i've been through is that as parents we often want our kids to have really happy healthy vibrant exciting free of suffering free of pain childhood and yet without any contrast they don't develop into the type of person that they're meant to be without contrast and you can try to prevent the contrast but it will find its way to them Mm -hmm. and so so often we'll be frustrated because we want things to be a certain way for them as if we know exactly what's best when really contrast is necessary for everyone having a human experience and to your to your story about the walk last night, um, you and I have experienced this already, I and mean, we've been kind of going out doing our things and ex- had already experienced this. So I had I happened to be in the front of the single file line, and I I was prepared for this because I was pretty sure this was going to happen because he wasn't paying attention to us. He was looking at homes, and they were talking about homes, and I was just curious what's going to happen. And I already had set an intention in my mind that I was going to look him in the eye and say, "How are you?" and "I'm fine," and just smile and just give him the most positive energy that I could because I am fine and I know he's fine too. Mm-hmm. And you're right. He didn't reciprocate at all. He went the other way. Like, Oh, I can't believe disgusted. you're even this close to me. I'm right. like, well, we're, we were on a walk, sir. We were on a walk, sir. <laughs> it's wild, wild mm-hmm. times that we're living in. But I think that more than anything, viewing the contrast as, or even blessing the contrast of like that mm-hmm. look in my son's eye of hurt and frustration he said so many times, I hate this stay at home stuff. I hate the way people look at you and like you're the enemy essentially. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that feels very melty and sad about him experiencing that. And yet my higher self knows that this is an expansive process for them. Yeah. What a lesson at 11 years old. He knows. He knows what? He knows what? right now what, what that he? what that feels like. Like I'm okay. 39 years old and now I know what that feels like. But yeah he's got the advantage of us. He's got the head start. Like he knows I don't want that. I don't yeah. like it. He knows how to get to what he wants. Yeah. Well, and I also want to talk about the contrast of mm. us arguing quite a bit. Well, <laughs> has that ever happened? <laughs> so like a couple of weeks ago, we did the marital bliss yeah. and that was a joke. And then the time, <laughs> the week before that, we had a really hard time recording the uh-huh. conversation. We were just really struggling to see eye to eye about anything i was saying we weren't on the same page we weren't on the same chapter we weren't in the same book i feel like things have really mellowed out um but what i kind of want to point out is the really cool thing that came out of that was this idea that the contrast we're experiencing between each other is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. if we believed that us bickering or disagreeing or getting frustrated with each other was a bad thing that's one storyline that could potentially lead to other storylines where instead we evolved into this idea that it's such a great thing that we have so much contrast between us because it keeps things interesting. It keeps Mm -hmm. our life um, growing and we keep each other from being stagnant. We, we challenge the way we think and we continue to evolve in that way. And so if you look at contrast with your partner as a bad thing, that can definitely lead to, potential further more arguments right or yeah and so instead of seeing it like that i think you were the one that said if we had no contrast it would be boring and i think everybody who truly knows me knows that would be not good for our relationship true um (laughs) i happen to believe that you should have silenced that (laughs) um i happen to (laughs) i usually do (laughs) i happen to believe that we're expansive beings and 
that that's why we're here is to expand, learn, grow, do things. Contrast is the force that makes you do that. Now, something that I've kind of melted together with some of the my mentors and people that I like to listen to, like Jesse Elder, um, Abraham Hicks, Alan Watts, Sylvia Hall. Um, <laughs> something that I've kind of got from that is that um, we need contrast to grow. And like you said, there's always two sides and you can always appreciate something. And when you were talking earlier about us um, arguing, one of the things that I've really tried to do is appreciate where you're coming from. Like we may not agree. We may not, I may not want to do it the way you do it, but I can appreciate that aspect of you. There's something I can find. I can appreciate my neighbors that are doing things that I wouldn't do, but they're doing the best they can from where they're coming from. And I can appreciate that. Like there's always two sides and there's always a side to appreciate and there's always a good side. Well, and you can always allow the contrast to be an indicator pointing you back towards yeah, what you do want. It's your navigation system. So ooh, yeah. what is it about this that makes me so triggered? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's this. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the other side of that coin? Yeah, you have to realize there's an equal side going the other way. Right, yeah. so let's say it's um, when you look at me that way, it makes me feel disempowered. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's showing me that somewhere within me, I like to feel a sense of empowerment. Mm-hmm. How can I help myself to feel that way now? You see, if you aren't willing to view the contrast as a lesson, yep. then you aren't going to see that. But instead, if you see that every subject is two subjects, the disempowered is also the empowered. For me, it's so important, though, what you said. When you do that, I feel like this. For me, it's so important that I feel like this. I make myself feel like this. So how can I make myself feel? Exactly. Like, you can never make me not make a face or make me not do a thing. Like, you can't control what other people do, but you can control how you receive that. Or what you make it mean or, what or you what you do, what you, how you respond to things. That is within your control. Right. So as you were telling a story, there was this really pretty yellow bird out the window. And it reminded me of how many times I interrupt you because there's something really cool in nature or something and how mm-hmm. sometimes you don't love to be interrupted. Yeah, I don't really like being interrupted. And the, the funny thing is, is that you interrupt me too. And I just am not as bothered by it. But there I don't are... mind interrupting. I don't like being interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> there, which we've discussed deeply uh, on a personal level of all the possible reasons yeah. why that could be because I just don't get as bothered by it. There's times where I even point out, hey, you know, you actually interrupted me there, but do you see how calm I'm staying? (laughs) See, I'm not making it mean anything. But I was thinking about seeing that bird. I love like when you're just watching something in nature and it's so funny or cool or bright or beautiful. And somehow, some way, I feel like that relates to contrast. Take it away, Tim. Nature being beautiful. No, the contrast of the interruption, like how anything can be a lesson. I think it's, okay, it's coming to me, clearly. You seeing that, oh my gosh, I get so triggered or so upset or so activated when Mm -hmm. I'm interrupted. Mm -hmm. Like the contrast, like showing, that points you back to how you do want to feel. Yeah. I want to feel valued. I want to feel heard. I want to feel like people are listening to me or whatever it is. Um, I think that any area of your life that you have, you're easily activated because it makes you feel a certain way. You can flip that coin, flip that script and ask yourself, what do I really need here? How do I want to feel? And kind of be open to it to show you instead of thinking of it happening to you, it's happening for you. And I think that's the really 
amazing thing that when you that happens when you bless the contrast or when you welcome contrast and you're open to seeing what it could be pointing you towards mm-hmm. i like that happening to you for you and i would add by you oh so not, life is not happening to you it's happening for you mm-hmm. by, by you yeah interesting all right let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor for this week we have a quick review from Water 28 saying, <laughs> I was deciding if I wanted to say their name. I usually don't say people's names, yeah. but that's a pretty hidden name. And they said, excellent probiotic. It does seem to bring about improved mood after a few days of consistent taking. So this is for our mood boosting probiotic. Um, we've heard various reports of all four of our different mood probiotics regarding how long it takes for them to kick in. So this person saying a few days of consistent taking, which is amazing. I've heard it before. I'll hear it again. And then I've heard from some people that said it took a whole bottle, which is generally mm-hmm. a 60 day supply. Mm-hmm. Everyone's microbiome is different. Everyone's overcoming from different um, levels of a bad bacterial imbalance and so it can take a while to replenish that good bacteria i always like to say this didn't happen overnight this has been years of microbiome damage or antibiotics or um, high sugar high processed diet that wasn't feeding your microbiome and so in order to get it back into that balanced state it might take a while or it might take just a few days so that is the review for the week back to the show we're talking about contrast (laughs) Thanks, babe. I forgot. <laughs> so how else do you think contrast can help you live a lifted life? I was thinking back to some recent, I don't want to call them Facebook trolls, but uh, people that just writing not helpful things and just thinking about how that can inflame in, in us. Like that's rude. That's insensitive. You're not adding to anything positive. Why are you writing this? But some people you've reached out to directly and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry you took it that way. I meant it this way. You're like, oh, I didn't, didn't think of that. Right. And then also just realizing they're coming from something as well. Like they have their own stories, their own things going on and kind of blessing that contrast. Like we're putting this stuff out there because we believe it's valuable and it's helpful for people. Mm-hmm. And that's our angle. And there's we can always find where people need help. Usually those people reaching out, they really need help. They really have a strong... What I think is interesting, too, is when I read some hateful comments, Mm. I'll sometimes feel myself getting hateful. Yeah. And I think that that's what's really interesting is understanding that it's not that person that did that to me. It is my own dialogue about what Mm. they what I made it mean. How dare they? I work so hard. We we do our best here. We're trying hard. hard. Mm. Anything that I make it mean instead of like, oh, my gosh, this person's really struggling. Yeah, But how many times have you reached out to them and just said, hey, let me clarify or hey, what did I miss? They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I really need help on this this. And I bet 90% of the time we end up helping them because of just reaching out to them and saying, what's really going on? Right. The internet really has made it a strange place. Remember that meme I showed you the other day that said, (laughs) a lot of people say disrespectful (laughs) things on the internet because Uh, they can't get punched in the mouth or something up to that. That wasn't it. But there's, there's no repercussions or it seems like it, but really everything you say makes an impact. That's one invitation for sure is to realize that everything you say or do, whether it's a compliment or seeing the beauty in something and you express it, that makes an impact. And so does it make an impact when you rant or complain to somebody. And I think we've done this whole thing to vent or not to vent. That was a show episode we did, which was don't hold it all in and, and never express yourself. 
But also, if you're only talking about the contrast, mm. this is a really good wraparound here. If you're only spending time in the problem and you're not willing to look at the solution, who should have to endure that and for how long? It's okay to express the problem. If you're expressing it to me, I'll listen. And generally, I'll want to talk about a solution. And mm -hmm. not immediately. There's times where it's like just okay to feel the feeling and be with the feeling. But if you were doing it day after day and you were just feeling stuck, you have to ask yourself, do I want to experience the contrast of this or do I want to stay stuck in this contrast? So again, I, th I think that's the, the biggest takeaway from the thing is, for me, it was always clear that there is contrast. That's the resistance of what you don't want. Like th that made sense to me. Mm -hmm. But then that second piece of there's an equal, uh, an opposite of that, that takes you to what you want. And you have to realize that. And then that's where you need to go. So you have the awareness that you have the contrast of what you don't want. And then learn how to flip that to what you do. Well, I was just thinking maybe yeah. it would be useful if we shared more concrete examples of okay. contrast. Mm -hmm. So one comes to mind immediately. Our schnoodle's laying here. He'll be 14 tomorrow. You can send your birthday wishes over to at Lifted Naturals. That's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, he'll be 14 tomorrow. He recently had a serious mouth surgery mm -hmm. and he was stinking really, really bad because he had stinky mouth problems. Bad teeth. Oh. Yeah. And that was a lot of contrast because that poor guy wasn't getting any snuggles or pets or lovins because he stunk so bad. And then finally we're like, we got to get this taken care of. This has to be done and it was really expensive but we're so glad we did it because now he gets all sorts of snuggles and loving some pets because he doesn't stink and i just feel like i saw him with fresh eyes i felt i told him i was sorry it took me so long to get this done mm -hmm. and i've been you know petting him extra time but the contrast of that but what's funny about that and it seemed maybe it seems petty but that was gradual he just didn't wake up one morning and stink it was no. so gradual and it was we're people like, were like the world just go over there for a minute and then Finally, it got to be where we go, oh, yeah. <laughs> when he walked in the room. But that so. took time. Yeah. And then we, but we'd already built that wall where it was like, just keep him away. It's too gross. Right. Yes, you're right. It was very gradual. So that's one example. Another example of contrast is when you and I were experiencing disagreements so quickly with each mm. other. And we we're like, this is not how we normally are. And kind of trying to be considerate and graceful to ourselves that, well, because we're not able to do the things we normally do, it's a whole new normal and we're trying to figure out how to navigate this. So that was the contrast. Um, even if you're waking up feeling symptoms of anxiety or depression and you're not wanting to feel that way anymore, who mm -hmm. does? That's contrast. It's yeah. contrast from what you really want. And if you were laying on the couch and realizing you're not uh, moving your body as much as you want, at the end of the day, you say, why didn't I go on that walk? Or why didn't I do that yoga? That's contrast. And you can look at it and evaluate it and see what you gain from it. And also what's on the other side of that coin at any point of your life with any situation, you can see how the contrast can in fact point you back to what you want, but to do a full wraparound it is required that you look at what is on the other side of this coin. What is underneath of this contrast? What do I really want? So many people can list off exactly what they don't want, exactly mm -hmm. what frustrates them and irritates them about society and everyone else. But what do you want? Mm -hmm. And when you spend more time in that space, then you begin to create more ideas for how to create more of it. But you have to be willing to look on the other side of it, lift it up, shake it around, take mm -hmm. a look, right? Yeah, that's really good advice. I, I, again, that that last piece is the most important to me is just what do you want? Mm -hmm. Right. When the contrast, when something happens, you can, in fact, call it contrast. Like, oh, isn't this some interesting contrast? Mm -hmm. What's underneath of this? Or what's on the other side of this? Or what's this pointing me back to? And then to actually listen to it and implement it and put it into action. All right. Well, that's the face. 
the uh, I'm trying to anything give else. contrast from, from my point of view. Um, oh yeah, what's your contrast? You know, I think it might be with the kids. Actually, I knew it was going to be. <laughs> it was with always the with the kids. <laughs> but no, I, I've been thinking. Last week's been really good, and this weekend's been really good. And I think I just have a lot of what I think they should be doing, or believe what I believe they should be doing, and kind of working through why that is, and then realizing it's a give and take between us. And I, I don't know. I feel like this week has been really good. I, I feel like. Um, just paying attention to that contrast and also even the situation that's a good thing for us is like how tightly knit our families become in just these few weeks months i don't know what it's been help me <laughs> yeah no i agree yeah. their relationship especially we have yeah. an eight-year-old and 11 year old and it's been some next level bonding that yeah, yeah it's been strange because in the beginning it was the opposite. They were fighting, butting heads, and then somehow this bond <laughs> I think developed. They're like, "Oh my gosh, it's just us. This is it." And if anyone outside of our family says anything to each each other, they're standing up for him. Which oh is... yeah, nobody messes with my brother except for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I think that that's you know the other idea of looking for silver linings. Like what mm. you look for appreciates. Yep. What you appreciate appreciates. appreciates yeah. And so I guess that invitation too is to say. I just realized I say invitation too much. I'm always open to an invitation, though. Hmm. I like to be invited to explore different things. But anyways, if you are open to it, then there's something good hidden within it. And then you can expound upon it by giving it your attention, exploring it, experiencing appreciation for it, and looking Mm. for more of it. That's how you kind of create that momentum, which we're all about doing, creating a, a life filled with appreciation for the littlest things all the way up to the big things. I think that's how you do it is you create a level of awareness to experience all of it, the contrast and the reverse of it and being willing to allow it to point you in that direction. I'm glad you said the awareness piece because um, it won't go away. You're always going to have contrast. Um, It's not something that you're trying to work to get rid of. But you yeah. you can decide how much attention you continue to give it. If and you're... you can get better at it, right? So bring awareness to it. And then when I'm feeling something of this contrast I don't want, yes. focus on what you want. And then something else is going to happen that you don't want. That Okay, maybe that in that micro moment you solve that contrast, then more contrast is going to come. But that's okay. That's how you're growing. That's how you're expanding. And it's that storytelling element that we've talked mm-hmm. about in another episode as well, which is that the story you tell about it changes the, the story entirely and so if you're willing to see that things happen for you by you and not to you Mm -hmm. uh then it's a whole nother world that you're living in expanding and growing evolving and creating and it's quite beautiful it's a lifted life (laughs) all right everyone we appreciate you listening we'll catch you next week on the lifted life podcast